In part one, I explained how in high stakes situations, your emotional mind hijacks your rational mind and why superstition and ritual speaks directly to your emotional mind, shifting you from a negative to a positive valence or attitude, boosting your confidence. If you've not seen that episode, go and check that out first. And with that foundation established, you can now leave with this understanding to use rituals to boost your own confidence and performance, especially in times of high stress, like during your toughest fights. Fighters, welcome back to another episode of Heatrick Muay Thai Performance. In a well-matched fight, you're going to feel anxiety. There's no escaping it. In addition to the physical opponent, it's simply part of the cocktail of emotions that any fighter must contend with. However, in reality, anxiety is like the middle ground between fear or excitement. And with some emotional intelligence, we can choose which side of the scale your emotions will tip. Both fear and excitement share the same set of neurotransmitters, including dopamine, glutamate, and acetylcholine. Although you have the same neural activity, you have a different cognitive appraisal, either a positive or a negative valence. You frame it as either good or bad. Former Navy SEAL officer Rich DeVinney describes both fear and excitement as anxiety either with or without uncertainty. And I find this an incredibly practical framework. Fear is anxiety plus uncertainty, which shifts you into a negative valence or attitude. Excitement is anxiety without uncertainty, which shifts you into a positive valence. Even in the most highly aroused, high pressure situations, greater certainty, that's a perceived higher probability of a positive outcome, it's good luck or chock D, can be offered to the dominant emotional mind through the use of rituals or superstitions. In truth, during times of high stress, taking any neutral or positive action will increase your sense of certainty. Just avoid taking an action that makes the situation worse. Talking to the emotional mind in its associative metaphorical language is an action step towards increasing certainty and a positive shift from fear to excitement, away from tension and toward alertness as arousal calms down. As arousal subsides to an appropriate level, the rational brain begins to dominate and further creative opportunities present themselves, along with more positive steps that increase certainty. The ritual talks you down from the ledge. There are several categories of superstitious rituals that you can employ as a fighter, all with varying degrees of effectiveness, some even negatively affecting confidence. These ritual categories range from clothing or appearance, lucky items or charms, pre-fight activities, fight time activities, prayers, team support, and coaches rituals. We'll start by clarifying what each category is. Clothing or appearance rituals include checking your appearance in a mirror, wearing certain fight shorts in a certain way, wearing certain colors, even whether fighting out of red or blue corner. Lucky items or charms include lucky shorts, lucky hand wraps, anklets, groin guard, mouth guard, pratiet armbands, moncon headgear, amulets, tagret, charms, sakyant tattoos, etc. Pre-fight rituals include going to bed early, no sex before a fight, eating certain meals, looking after kit a certain way, listening to music, hand wrapping, massage, mobility and activation routines, pad work, ring entry, bowing and wise before entering the ring, laying or bouncing back on the ropes, sealing the ring, Y crew, ram moy, touching gloves and more. Fight time rituals include scoring first, 
hiking up shorts, bouncing on the balls of your feet, sipping water or stretching between rounds. Team support rituals include pep talks, not to be confused with tactical corner advice between rounds. Prayer rituals include when the fighter themselves prays for success before a fight, which often merges into the Y crew in Muay Thai. Coaches rituals include the coach offering a prayer for success over a fighter's head or taking a lucky charm too. All these rituals can stack to help boost your confidence, but those that have the biggest impact aren't necessarily the most used. The most effective rituals to the least effective are ranked in this order. Number one, lucky items or charms. Two, pre-fight rituals. Three, prayer rituals. Four, in-fight rituals. Five, team rituals. Six, clothing rituals. Seven, coaches rituals. According to the model of sports confidence, superstitious rituals account for a 10% increase in confidence. And I'd hazard a guess that this improvement serves to rescue confidence when arousal is at its highest and the emotional mind has the tightest grip. Coaches should be cautious of removing or replacing a fighter's superstitions, especially when it comes to lucky charms due to their positive relationship with confidence. And it's worth pointing out that team rituals can also negatively affect confidence if fighters feel unprepared if they don't get their pep talk, fist bumps, team cheers and such. Coaches and teammates should consider how their actions may form part of a fighter's ritual that's outside of the fighter's control and as such could inadvertently be missed, sabotaging fighters' confidence. Remember that fighters build this personal repertoire of superstitions as they gain experience and as long as they believe the superstition is effective in increasing their confidence and ultimately their performance, the results can have an astonishing effect. And outside of focusing on lucky charms, I have two final tips. Firstly, check out the episode for tips for coping with pre-fight nerves. There, you'll find a great framework for handling the pre-fight stage, including some self-talk and breathing rituals. Secondly, research has shown that there's a simple method that shifts performance anxiety into excitement, and it can plug into any of the ritual categories. When you feel anxiety revving up, repeat to yourself three times, I'm excited. That's it, that's all you need to do, it's as simple as that. And you could either say it out loud or say it to yourself. Now it's your responsibility as an athlete to find which rituals serve you best and which don't. And if you want some support in your irrational superstitious rituals from your coaches and teammates, share these two episodes with them and encourage them to tap into their own rituals too. Thanks for listening. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe and share with someone else it could help too. Please give the podcast a review or comment below. We'd love to hear from you. As always, you can visit heatrick.com for more Muay Thai performance podcasts, videos, articles and guides. Catch you next time.